Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Isaiah. And welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Bitch. Yes, <laughs> episode 23. 23. And uh, we're just here. We're vibing. And we're just vibing out, you know. Yeah, dude, hanging out. Doing a little earlier, a little change of plans. Um, I got a show tomorrow to go to. So. Oh, yeah, dude. Shout out to the last podcast. Yeah, dude, we're going to see you. It's my first time seeing a podcast live. It's the first time seeing them live. So I'm like, I'm swooning. I'm excited. Um, yeah, so we're doing it on a Saturday this week. Yeah, dude. Going, you Brad, know. you look dapper, by the way, dude. I, I respect this fit. It's very, oh. very nice. Thank you. You're like I'm, a casual money mogul right now, dude. He says that, and I'm literally wearing Vans, yeah. like ripped black jeans. Yeah. And some kind of like gray. Is it gray or green? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. That's a button down. That's but a it's, fit, it's dude. Not... What do you mean? What do you mean? Hair down long? What is it down? What? I mean. Sounds like a drip to me, dude. I appreciate you trying to hype me all the time, but you know, I just feel like. Bullshit. It's not bullshit. I, I can't believe you bullshitted me right now. Wow. 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 Yeah, dude, betrayal. I just, I just hit you with that. Lil Xan. Bitch. <laughs> Attacking you with the sound. I know you're literally hitting me with sound right now. I feel like symbiote Spider Man. I can't take it. Tell me about your week before I keep bitch slapping you with the sound. Okay, okay. All right. Speaking of Spider Man, there's a new Spider Man trailer. I watched it. It's dope. I'm excited. Um, They're doing some timey wimey shit. Timey whiny, timey whiny, yeah, timey whiny, timey whiny. Yeah, dude. So it's like Doctor Strange getting into it. So it's it's gonna be cool. Is it still uh, what's his name? Uh, the Tom Holland. Tom, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I like that boy. But do you remember Spider Man Two? You remember Doc Ock? Yeah. He's, oh, he's coming back. He's coming back, and I think they're going to be putting back in um, uh, William Defoe. Okay. Um, for Green Goblin, he might be coming back too. I think. I think. Um, and then the other two Spider Men are going to be potentially on docket. <laughs> James Franco's coming back as whatever the fuck weird character he was I in the hope, original trilogy. I hope they give him, you know, some time, you know, like on screen. Does he, he knows, deserve man. it? He's kind of canceled That's right true. now, you know? No, I like James Franco. I mean, me too. I do too. That's what, but like, I, and I, I mean. But I mean, but, shit. Seth is like, I can't work with him. We're not working with him. And is he wrong for that? I don't no, think I so. No, I don't think so. Yeah. He, he's got to protect his own brain. He's daddy guru now. So I do. He's he's daddy as fuck. Yeah, dude. We're getting we're, we're getting off. I mean, um, t- tell me about we're talking week. about things that I care about. That's important, right? That's I guess important, it's relevant right? to you. If you, yeah. If you care about it, it's relevant to your week. Um, but the week was good. Um, I took a day to do a bonus episode, and I had a special guest, so that was fun. We did some news talk and um, had a first lady on the pod. So I was like, all right, all right, inaugural yeah. lady. Yes, inaugural. Yes. Um. So that was cool. Um, food corner. I didn't eat anything wild. Um, sorry, guys. I wish I had something better to report, but I just lived and ate normal things. Don't, I feel don't bad. Downplay it like that. I feel bad. Like I don't have a spicy food thing. Like I ate a muskrat. Like I didn't. What was yeah. the? Fa- Did you eat a muskrat? No, I would never. I would never. <laughs> I'll say never. Okay, you're right. I eat a lot. I can cook up a mean muskrat. If you didn't tell me, I would eat it. I wouldn't be mad. You could slip me that Mickey. Uh, I, I'm also like 
Are a you little, a little uncomfortable slash aroused by the way you said like you, you can make them eat it? I mean, because it's food. We're talking food. I act a little different when it comes to the the food. I didn't. I mean, food is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, so. if, if it has to be. You got, you Actually, no. I mean, it is. Let's just be frank. It is. You know. Let's just get real. We might make a podcast, baby, here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> with, all, with all this sexy food talk I was just throwing around. Oh, energy. Um, on that note, man, how was your week? How are you that's, doing? No, that's not how you're at. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that's how we're walking away. I don't know. I don't got anything else. That, that, that's, that's your whole week? I mean, yeah, dude. Uh, it's been really chill. <laughs> it's a really chill. It's been a chill week. All right. Hell yeah, bro. I, I don't say I'm I'm... I'm giving you a hard time, but I don't think I can do any better. Like, yeah, what did I do this week? I worked hella. Yeah. <laughs> my my boss came in from uh, out of town, and it was a uh, it was the thing. Why is that not good? Is it is your boss a little bit? It, we don't. I mean, you, you know, know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to go deep into no, it, but dude. it was uh, it was a bit of a headache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like stressful as fuck. So, yeah, work kind of sucked. Work um, sucks. I know. And nobody left me roses by the stairs. Because yes. I know that no one cares. Oh, say it ain't so. Damn. Yeah, pretty much. That was so. bars, though. But, I'm giving you flowers for that. Thank you. You did. It's, it would be the first time that I've ever received flowers. Amen. On delivery. I've also never been hugged or received the touch of another human being. That's why we hug, we hug every no. week. Don't, don't don't spread that slander, inferring that I don't hug. I'm pro hug. Wow. I say it's extremely anti hug. <laughs> Whoa, this is propaganda. Uh, no, but it, ah. I thought it said 420. It's a 430. We missed 420. It's okay. We've been, we've been stoned this whole time. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like it's such a travesty that we didn't smoke yeah, again. No, it's all right. It's all right. The gods will understand. Um, but yeah, so work was stressful. No, he left me roses by the stairs. Yeah. Um, but there's a sign. That's as good as you're going to get them. So it's kind of progress. Oh, yeah. That's how stoned we are, guys. Yeah. I forgot to do it. Yeah. 22 episodes in a row hit you with the sigh. I mean, I guess it's, I guess technically the streak continued, but I mean, I didn't even do it on purpose. I know. We're, I, we keep it alive for the brand, but I'm excited when we don't get it naturally. That's a good sign. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm take the W's when I get them. Take this dub, dog. Wub a dub, dub. <laughs> Speaking of dubs. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the weed. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Is that a new segue? I don't yeah, know. I, yeah. I kind of got some wins. Yeah. There's a, there's a win or two. One. And there's a, there's some L's. Yeah. So all in all, my week was all right. You know, got to hang out with, what work is shitty, but then I got to hang out with um, David. Shook. David. Shook, man. Shout out to Shook. Shook, father. And uh, shout out to Heather as well. And just got to hang out with some homies yesterday. I got to get to hang out with Isaiah today. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, so like just trying to just trying to reset, refresh. Ooh, yeah, you know? dude. What's up? Yeah. So I'm just trying to glow up, guys. I'm 27 years old, still trying to glow. Nah, man. That's that's no time like the present. Get a little glow up. 
You don't know how much that means. <laughs> you know, you got to hear it sometimes. Thanks, buddy. On that note, tell us about the news. Okay, some news. I got you. Um, gonna pray pre preface. I'm high as hell, so you know these things happen. Uh, Governor Holchel, she's she's here. Bullshit. Well, don't. Are you, are you bullshitting? The what were we bullshitting? I'm bullshitting you just all around. You're not too high to do the news, Isaiah. And okay, yeah. Governor Holchel ain't going nowhere. She's not. She's here. No bullshit. Yeah. Um, but she's keeping it real. She's keeping it trill. Is she? Um, she added 12,000 more deaths to the New York COVID uh, list. Uh, pretty much ones that Cuomo was pretty much trying to skirt, not talk about, kind of bury. Uh, not not kind of about it. Uh, so it went to a grand total of 55,395 deaths in the Empire State. So... I mean, it's sad news, but it's real. Like, it's something that she came out immediately and was like, this is something that... Came out and immediately Thanos snapped <laughs> 12,000 They're all gone now. No. That's, you guys thought Kuma was bad. That's how Fox News might word it, though. I feel like they might try that that angle. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Ochil <laughs> deletes 1,200 people. Like, 12,000 people. I don't know. Um, but, Sorry, um, I'm not a murderer. I'm just a super villain. <laughs> but um, just she was really just talking about being transparent, and I think that's good. I think that's what you want for your governor. Um, and you know, we'll keep you posted on more things that she is set to do. Um, actually, I do got a quote here: uh, "Transparency will be the hallmark of my administration." Now, I mean, politicians say that, and we'll see. Um, hopefully, we don't dig through her thing and found out she was supporting more on the Cuomo shit way back or not or whatever, because that would be a little dirty. She's a Nazi. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be terrible. They're always Nazis on the end, huh? Um, but hopefully not her. That that would be bad. Um, but we got some more news. Uh, Hurricane Ida is set to hit on Sunday. Um, it is set to reach Category 4. Um, and sadly, it looks like they're not going to be able to like actually do a mandatory evacuation because it's kind of like too late. But they pretty much said, like, shelter down, you know, be safe. Um, and if you can leave, like, they issued this around Friday, then you should. And then they especially made it for the coastline ones. That was mandatory. Um, because the new levy system that they've put in, at least since, like, 2005, mm-hmm. you know, Katrina, um, that's where they're like, hey, you're out of that range already. So, like, get closer inland and then do what you can because, I mean, obviously we have this, but then in every one of these shitty situations, COVID's a thing. So it's like already the hospitals are already full, already dealing with a lot of shit. So they're trying to get people out as quickly as they can so they can take on people who do have more severe issues and things of that nature. So, um, you know, if I'm the governor, I'm just kidding. I want people to, to evacuate or, like, you know, like get out of there when a hurricane's coming. Just get on and like the that little news conference or like the little you know what do they call it like press yeah, conference. Like, yeah, press conference. Like just get on there and instead of being like we're near to evacuate because it's a category four and that's very strong. And like no, that's <laughs> very strong. Get on there and be like, guys, listen. Like if you don't evacuate from your house, it's gonna flood. Like even if your house doesn't get blown the fuck down by one hundred and fifty or more mile per hour winds. Yeah. It's going to flood. And then this is Florida. So there's gators and sharks. 
So you're going to have fucking gators and sharks swimming around your house. Well, New Orleans, but I think they do have potential gators. Yeah. Gators yeah, and sharks everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Um, yeah, it's one of those things that I do feel like the the guy tried to sta- like straddle that line a little. like Because he knew, like, hey, you guys should leave. You need like, to pitch the gators and sharks. You need to let them know that gators and sharks are on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> now you're on their playing field. I get it. You're sprinkling a little propaganda in there, you know. Get them on the straight and narrow out of there. I, you know, you're thinking like a politician. I get it. I get it. Um, oh, yes, Dad. <laughs> that's, that's Bayou logic. Um, <laughs> Bayou. Okay, Caillou. Who <laughs> called the Bayou? Caillou from the Bayou. Caillou from the Bayou. Caillou from the Bayou actually would be a slapping ass movie, dude. Dude. Um, but we'll keep you posted uh, potentially like next week if there's anything that really pops off. Hopefully not. You know, weather damage, weather news is really. Ugh. I didn't talk about the Tennessee thing because it's like I don't want to talk about people dying in a flood. Like that's just sad, dog. Like ugh. <laughs> it's kind of like the shooting stuff. But you know, wanted to talk about this a little bit. Uh, but a storm of a different color. Um, let's see. The judge blocks 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 Florida governors. Order banning mass mandates. Now I'm gonna get this man's name right. Fucking Matumbo, that shit. <laughs> Slam. Um, Ron motherfucking DeSantis. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. What an asshole. Um, he is the governor. Um, pretty much he's been coming out and saying, "Hey, look, it's the parents' rights. Okay, it's their rights. And if they don't want their kids to wear masks in schools." then fine, let it be that. You guys can't make any kind of mandates whatsoever, even though we can't even give any of these kids shots. Fuck it. Just let it be what it is. Florida, staying your ground. Boom, boom, boom. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Florida is literally the COVID capital right now of yeah. the whole U.S. Like, we're vibing right now with COVID. Like, it's gross. Like, you see all the pings and shit. It's, it's nasty, dude. It's nasty. And so, I mean... There's just I, so many old people down there. True, and it's like if people are getting vaccinated, that's gonna spread like wildfire, especially with this Delta variant. Um, oof, uh, let's see. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. A little, little upgrade, a little patch update. Let me upgrade, agent. Sorry, guys, I'm playing the saxophone <laughs> of marijuana. That's that's what that's that's what the saxophone of marijuana sounds like. That's what it sounds like, or it's like Kenny Loggins or something. I don't know. Um, but. <laughs> Um, let's see, Leon County Circuit Judge John C. Cooper agreed with a group of parents who claimed in a lawsuit that DeSantis's order is unconstitutional and cannot be enforced. Um, he said it is the order is without legal authority. Um, now, of course, DeSantis's team is big mad about it. They're trying to say that these guys is um opinions and stuff are all unfounded. They're not with science, and we really should just be letting things be to the parents um and so they're gonna appeal it and we'll keep you posted on that um but um i mean look you can have your opinions on whether or not we should have masks or or the vaccinations whatever but i do think when we're talking of the situation of look we have to bring children into our back to school like it's if it's a non-factor we can't support online schooling for everyone then okay you have to bring back people then you have to do something. Like you, I feel like you have to. Like I mean, these kids are potentially out here completely butt naked and exposed to COVID. I don't think that's all right. But whoa, whoa, whoa. 
I don't think I said it. We can't be. We can't I be said saying the, the, the fr- We can't be <laughs> saying the words "butt naked kids." <laughs> Metaphorically, they are though. This is how we get the FBI. Vince, you know what that means? More that's viewers. A black fan that's more viewers, dude. That means they're listening. Actually, you're right. That, yeah, would, like, d- that would d- double our listen. <laughs> they better subscribe while they're here. We got a Patreon, Kevin. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, the, the FBI guy listening's name is Kevin. He's just he's like freaking he's, out. Right he's now. shook, dude. The whole operation's busted. How does he know? Um, we got some more. Um. I don't want to say Taliban news, but, you know, Afghanistan news. Let's say that, yeah. Um, <laughs> the U.S. airstrike targets Islamic State member in Afghanistan. So pretty much this is like a follow-up to what's been happening this week. Um, Biden's like, we're not going to forget. We're coming at you. We're going to get you. And 48 hours later, we're striking their ass. Just boom, boom, boom. And we uh, we get a guy. Um, we get a specific member of ISIS-K. Um, Bitch. Yeah, that's that is the energy right now. Um, I believe that there was more action too, um, and I think like the media is kind of slanted here. So hopefully, I'll try to find more and kind of update it, maybe. But I mean, we are pushed to be getting out of here by the thirty first. I really, I think Biden is going to stick to that. Um, it's just a matter of, um, I said later vapor. Um, you know, trust me up, daddy. Um, it's just a matter of just sticking to that plan and seeing where we're going to be at post that. I think a lot of people are mad talking about Biden's being impeached. Hey, you want to get high, man? I do. Um, I mean, I have my own personal thoughts on it. I'm like, look, these things happen. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we have a president getting us out of a war instead of one putting us in one that we didn't need to be in. Um, you know, you can say this shit wasn't perfect. Okay. All right. That sucks. You know, Taliban sucks. We totally agree with that. I think. I don't know, Brad. This, you... is, this is one of the few times in history where pulling out too quick was a bad idea. Oh, bad idea. The Connie accent made that better. I, I'll, I'll take that, though. But, um, yeah, I, I do think that... Um, this is the right call. We'll see what happens to Afghanistan post. And obviously we're just going to keep you posted because, I mean, it, the media won't stop covering it. So I, we will too. God damn it. Um, let's see. We got some more shit, though, for you. We are the media. True, dude. We're Whoa. big brother now, dude. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Uh, this has got too fucking meta, dude. We Am I breaking your media? frame, dude? Talking about the media. Are we watching The Watcher? Yes. Um, now it's time to talk about the Nirvana goddamn baby. First, do you want some watermelon gum? I'm good on gum, dog. Thank you, though. No, you're not. I, are you trying to force this gum on me right now? I may or may not be sponsored by this gum. Honestly, are you trying to enact Sharia law on me and force this gum down my throat? Generic watermelon gum. Chew it. <laughs> Chew it. I wish that was the commercial. <laughs> Chew it. Just do it. Um. D- okay. You remember Nevermind, right, dude? No. What? Okay. Well, perfect. I'll explain it to you in the audience. No, of uh, course not. Yeah, but, but explain it. To <laughs> um, like I didn't have YouTube when I was thirteen it, and watched. Supposed like Teen Spirit video like fifteen times. Hell ago. yeah, dude. 
Um, because actually I was late to the party. Like I was like, oh my god, the is so cool. And I was like 20 years old. They're like, yeah, dog. Like, <laughs> duh. Yeah, dog. It's 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up. Uh, you know, he's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was really sad. Um, but there's a kid on the on the cover, and he's swimming towards the dollar bill, and um, his little wang is out. You know, little peep is a little exposed. He's a baby, okay, Isaiah. Don't have to play him like that. But I have to. <laughs> I have to say these things because he's now claiming, at the age of I believe thirty, um, yeah, thirty years old, Ellen. Um, or is it Spencer Eldon? Yeah, Spencer Eldon. Cool name. Um, he's claiming that Isn't that. Though? <laughs> though he said with the big shoe, um, he's saying it's child pornography. He's saying he was being exploited. Um, mm. So, mm. even though this is the sixth or seventh time that he's yeah, because he's not he's recreated it. And granted, he's put on pants or whatever in the later versions. But it's like you've recreated the scene in the pool with the dollar bill, like. Are you this traumatized? And he literally is like, I'm traumatized by this. I, every day, like, I live with this. You could say that he's metaphorically still chasing that dollar bill. Yeah. That's why, that's what the whole lawsuit's about. He's still chasing that dollar bill. But he is saying... It's never um, stopped, Isaiah. He's saying uh, in the lawsuit, he is sexualized because the dollar bill used in the image made the baby resemble a sex worker. What? Yeah, that's the suit. Um, in 2007, he said... Not that, like, humanity, in, like, a baby is just a generic symbol for humanity. Yeah. And that, like, we all chase money as, like, a society. And it's on the fish hook, like, somebody's, like, baiting, like, like a, no symbolism or anything there. Yeah. Like, no. Not that that's, like, yeah, okay. And apparently, Kurt initially had wanted a baby or a mother having a baby in the pool getting that like while the dollar bill was there i think and that was like the initial i think of and, course he did and then they're like no we're not doing that we can't do that so we can get a naked baby though right. <laughs> we can't film an actual water birth and put it in. it's the 90s Kurt. what the fuck He's oh. like, exactly it's the 90s i thought water births were cool dude you just should have waited like 20 years you would have been there <laughs> the world would have been ready though um but yeah so he's like suing for emotional damage emotional emotional damages for emotional damage. um there's several people listed on there he wants like $150,000 from each of them so like the estate which is he has much- specific debts yeah. you can tell he's <laughs> he's, like, he's on a money chase dude like he's like he's like obviously has a very specific amount of gambling debts <laughs> he's like yeah. in the 150 each <laughs> I'm I'm so mad at this quote. He said, he said he found it kind of creepy that many people have seen me naked, and he feels like the world's biggest porn star. So, um, okay. <laughs> um, but our last story though, because let's move on from this. Uh, this was the Summer of Love rally riot that happened in Portland. I just wanted to cover real quick. Um, there were shots fired. Um, it was by both parties, and the parties involved were Proud Boys. Yay, yummy. Fucking goddamn it. Fucking douchebags in Hawaiian shirts. That's why I feel about Proud Boys. Fucking ruining my brand. Um, but, uh... I love Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, dude, I love me some Hawaiian shirts, dude. I'm a Hawaiian shirt daddy. Uh, Life is a vacation. 
And I got these oh guys. Yeah, dude. And these motherfuckers are shitting on my swag. Um, this is entirely like new and very sexy side of Isaiah. I've never seen. It's on the street, dude. You just gotta be there. You gotta Hawaiian see Zaddy Isaiah, dude. That's I, the I've seen. I've seen maybe like once. Right. You know, but give him a taste. Um, but yeah, these these riots kind of went on all day in Portland. Um, started as every legendary event starts at a Kmart parking lot. That's just a fact. It's just a fact, dude. That was where the initial Limp Bizkit shit was supposed to pop off at, but it didn't, and that's why you knew it was a lie. That's where the Apollo 11 moon landing, like, they, they launched the rocket from a Kmart. Well, you say Kmart, right? Yeah, Kmart. Yeah. Kmart, exactly, baby. Yeah. yeah, dude. Blue light special, dude. So, um, but sadly, it was a... Uh, Lincoln was assassinated in the Kmart party. <laughs> yeah, same mezzanine, dude. Um, but sadly, uh, I don't no one, I don't believe anyone died. From what I've seen, there were shots fired by both parties. But shots like, fired. but yeah, it's Proud Boys and the Antifa, quote unquote. And I hate the whole thing with Antifa. The way I hate it's how far, yeah, well, I hate how far like left and right people's political beliefs go in general. Now, like that was the fact that we have Antifa motherfuckers and Proud Boy motherfuckers. Well, the thing I I do feel like with the whole Antifa part of it is. Those people are people who are so goddamn frustrated seeing this shit happen over and over again mm-hmm. that they themselves get radicalized to be like, no, I'm done watching this shit. I'm going to go out and do something. And you're right. Like, I do understand that, like, when you're pulling out a gun on people and you're shooting the period, whether it is in self defense or whatever, like, that's potentially you're making a really nasty situation happen. You're ending a life potentially when you do that. So, like, it's bad. But I get also you're seeing this shit month after month these people spray painting doing shit loitering bringing guns after the kyle rittenhouse bullshit people got killed like you get in your own way even in america radicalized to be like fuck these guys fuck these lame ass nerds i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna like throw a rock at these people if they start shit and then they'd see it and they start shit so i don't know um you should still punch nazis yeah but i mean it shouldn't be like an overly extreme, like it shouldn't be overly extreme on one political spectrum, like or the other. Um, also, a weird aspect of this story was the fact that it was able to go on for so long, the whole tussle of everything, because the Portland cops didn't do shit, they just were hands off about it, and they've been adamant about it. They've like come out and said, Look, this is happening so often. These riots, these these demonstrations, all these things that are bringing us out and potentially, I guess, making us look bad or whatever. They're like, nah, we're just gonna let 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 them fight, and they're letting them literally scrap in the streets. And I mean, I don't like that. We don't fight it out, you know. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see these cops come in and do the shit they were doing last year, you know, with the George Floyd shit, and they're just running through, grabbing people, making all these arrests, and people are like sitting in buses and dumb shit. But like they're just like, come on, let me let me go shoot them. Let me go like, like Tony. No, they said we're not allowed to do that anymore. They might defund us if we keep that up. They keep taking away our money, Tony. We can't get this tank with that attitude. I've been promising my kids a swing set for for over a year now, Tony. <laughs> we need to just wait on. <laughs> Put the tiger in the cage, Stone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not too much to add there. That's the news, baby. Fuck Proud Boys. Fuck the Proud Boys, dude. 
fuck Nazis, fuck the alt-right. Um, and if you're alt-left, just be a little bit more chill, dude. You know, let's not start a whole revolution. I don't know what alt-left means, but, like, just be chill. Alt-left is, like, hyper-socialists and shit who are, like, trying to be, like, the next Lenin. Hyper-socialist sounds like Hitler minus the genocide, hopefully. That's what you hope. And this until you get some wild card guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. I don't know. What, 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 how do we solve these problems, Brad? How do we do it? Time machine. Time machine. You got the right goddamn idea. <laughs> Yeah, I think time machines can fix all of our problems until you go back to the future and then you realize that, like, the little thing you changed caused, like, robot dogs to be our overlords. Dude, I'm so ready for a robot dog to be my overlord, dude. Like, honestly, would it be, like, that bad? Yeah. The environment would probably be better. Like, like, Call me a blue pill, but... Ocean pollution would be down. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll let us ride them like once or twice, you know? That'd be cool. You're just making it sound more appealing. Right? <laughs> I'm pro-robot dog. Where are, where are our robot dog overlords now? They're coming, dude. Spot is on the way. Well, on that note, you know what? Let's not wait for him. We have a time <laughs> Let's machine. Let's go! Don't... <laughs> Thank you, Time Machine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't don't insult Time Machine by doing its noises like that. Okay, but sometimes it needs a little help. It needs a little coaxing, and that's where I come in. That's why I thought you told me. Slow your roll. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, boss. You're right. You're the navigator. I mean, this is a goddamn Time Machine. I'll open the door, kick you out, and just leave you in, like... Yeah. The space-time purgatory. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're seeing the other side of our time navigator. And I'm honestly okay with it. You'll be floating in space forever, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Look, guys. you got Sometimes you got to pay the toll. <laughs> Bitch. On that note. Speaking of blowing up. Speaking <laughs> of blowing up. In the year 79 BC, Mount Vesuvius. Erupts destroying Pompeii. Damn, dude, that was good. Stabia, Herculaneum, and other small settlements. What, that transition? Yeah, you know that transition. That dude was slick, dude. That was slick daddy, dude. Yeah, that's how I do, bro. I'm getting professional. Professional. Uh, So professional that we point out when we actually do good things. Yeah, it's called giving us. That's that's what every professional does. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Except they just call it a TED Talk. That's like the equivalent of like spiking the football and like dancing. Yeah. After. That's how we do it. Though. You deserve it though. Thank, thank you, Isaiah. Yeah, dude. In the year 1305, Scottish patriot William Wallace is hanged, drawn, beheaded, and quartered in London. Man, dude. I didn't really know. He said, freedom! And, uh, they, and then they killed him. Okay, we actually got to talk about it. I want it to be kind of a thing for real. You think, you think Wallace had a big one? Oh, yeah, we have been talking about historical figures, penis sizes. Yeah. 
Historical <sighs> hangs. That's what I'm calling Historical it. Historical hangs. Um, I said William Wallace is like, yeah, I mean, he's like a five or six here, which is like, yeah, which is like a pretty yeah. average. A strong man. Yeah. Like decent, decent even like now, but. And we're saying flaccid. Yeah, so. Oh, we're saying flaccid? You're saying five, six flaccid, right? No, I'm saying hard. Damn. Okay. All right. I give him a little bit more credit than that, but all right. You know. I mean, like, well, you gotta think that it's like the 1300s, dude. Like, <laughs> like dicks are big. There's no big dick back then. <laughs> like six is like is like pretty average. A hog. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you no, that. No, like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1305, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's 1305. It's <laughs> I like to believe in a hog. I like to believe in miracles. I believe in miracles, and I think they're either... What is this, this miracle on ice? This is a fucking 1980 hockey team? Yeah, I think the good guy should have big dicks, that's what I'm saying. But hey, no, I, I think 5-6 is good. That's why they were able to beat the Russians, is because we have bigger dicks. <laughs> you said it. You goddamn said it, brother. In their defense, they live in Russia. It's cold constantly. How could, you know... Shrinkage. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Like uh, George in the episode of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I Shrinkage. It's shrinkage. I just got out of the pool. <laughs> uh, in the year 1429, Joan of Arc makes a triumphant entry into Paris. Man, Joan of Arc, dude. I hope we can do some maybe detail on that one one day. Um, I, 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 she's a vibe. I like her. Um, triumphant entry into Paris. You know, she's like riding fucking, riding on 20 folds. The fact that she actually got Wait, into battles and they're like, and they, they let her, like, they're like, well, she is a symbol of this whole war and stuff. So, like, we got to have her on the field. And, like, she would legitimately, like, almost die at times, like, fighting the enemy. Like, it's like, that's just crazy. Yeah, she's like a 17-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's crazy. The things we do. And then she got burned at the stake. Damn. Damn. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. In 1676, Indian chief King Philip, also known as Medicom, oh. is killed by English soldiers, ending the war between Indians and colonists. And I just like thought it was funny that I, I assume like Medicom, or I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right, but I assume that's like his actual name. Yeah. Um, I think it's hilarious that the fucking English settlers called him King Philip. Yeah, it's... like you motherfucker, like King Philip, really, guys? Like that's what, that's what you came up with? Yeah, that's weird. Propo, weird propaganda. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, Philip, King Philip, not just any Philip. I mean, sure, I guess, like, I guess, like, I get the king part, but Philip, that's what you're like. It's the a... scary king got Philip. I guess that was the king they didn't like the most that day. And his wife, Lilith. Phil, <laughs> <sighs> little shout out. Little shout out there, dude. Give, regrets, give them their flowers. Phil and Lil. In the year 1743, Antoine Laurent Lavoisier. Ooh, dude. Okay. The father of modern chemistry is defined. Uh, who? Oh, he, he defined the role of oxygen and named it. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's when he was born. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. That's when he came to be. Uh, how do you feel about chemistry? You like it? Did you enjoy it in school? How do you feel about chemistry? <laughs> the subject, like, in school, fuck it. I Thank you. I fucking hate chemistry, actually. I'm sorry. But, um, like, 
chemistry in general, I guess, is interesting. It's it's too smart. But I feel like that's more like a symptom of like the American education system than chemistry. Yeah. You know? Damn, Daddy, he talking truth to power. Wait a second. Sheesh. Yeah, you know. He said it's a. You're right though. You're right. Um, because it's just it's we woke. It's we're so woke. Uh, uncancelable. Um, <laughs> that's a lie. Um, uncancelable. Immediately canceled. Yeah, immediately. Uh, for me, chemistry was always one of those. One, I don't like anything mathy. So, like, the idea of coming up with formulas to make, you know, chemical bonds, whatever. I'm like, this is hard. This is not it. I just want to talk about, like, animals. Like, <laughs> this is not my science. Like, like I said, this is chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, can you just take me back? You're like, there's chemistry in animals. <laughs> can we just, like, dumb this down, please? Like, I just want to talk about some sharks. <laughs> like, it is shark week. Like, you're looking for marine biology. I'm like, I guess, man. I just don't want to talk about this. <laughs> uh, in 1754, Louis XVI is born, king of France during the French Revolution. Another the king. The one who met his fate at the guillotine. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Dude. Viva Marie Re- Antoinette. Viva the Revolution. I um, I did a little deep dive on one of my books. Viva the Revolution. And the French Revolution was really talked about. Um, I had this conversation with my friend and he said he felt bad for him, like the king in a way, because at some point he did realize like, Hey, like I'm fucking up. Can we just go? Like, can we just leave? He did. Uh, I, I don't think it was this week in history, but it, there was, a uh, like at some point around like probably a couple years before he got executed or before like they met the guillotine. Uh, he like had put through some laws mm-hmm. that canceled or like outlawed torture. He basically like saw the revolution coming and was like, "I don't want them to torture me." So, but my thing was, this dude was born the way he was, and he felt like he deserved it. And Marie Antoinette was no different. And these people led their lives, their people that way. And then when the times came for them to say like they were like ladies in their literal house looking for them, trying to kill them. They said, Oh, there's, that's just a flare up. That's just a minor thing. Like, no, this is the people talking to you. Like get the picture. And they did it. And then, well, off with their head. I feel like I, that's why I don't feel sorry for him. Yeah. Like, and then just like you guys are Royals and you live like Royal people. You run the risk every time in that, that way. Like, sorry. Sorry. In 1765, in protest over the stamp tax, American colonists sack and burn the home of Massachusetts Governor Tom Hutchinson. Damn, dude. Sucks to suck. I feel like we should bring back that tradition of sacking and burning the homes of politicians that do us wrong. I feel like we do that in a digital way now. Like, that's canceling people. That's, um... Um, that's Cuomoing them, yeah, dude. Like that's like the Italian jokes and shit that we're making in poor taste or whatever. You know, like we just tar and feather this. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not good. Um, like that's what we do now because like we don't want to actually catch a, a case. You know what I mean? I don't go to jail. We're too pretty. True. That. True that, honey. In 1775, King George III of England refuses the American colonies' offer of peace and declares them in open rebellion. Bro, we're talking about kings, bro. We're talking about kings this week, bro. America was just like, guys, we 
They're kind of tired of your bullshit. Can you just chill? Like, can, you just leave? can we just kind of like, you guys are way over there. We're way over here. Just let's do our own thing. Like, can we just be chill about it? And he's like, never. <laughs> it's like English people, English royalties, they sound like horses. <laughs> never. I say. This is, this is an act of rebellion. And then, they had to start the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Fucking bitch ass. They really thought. Coats. They thought, dude. And I get it. I mean. Red coat ass bitches. From their perspective, they're like, look, we funded your whole little thing. You wouldn't be able to get to the Mayflower. You know, you wouldn't be able to get anywhere without us. So, like. like you guys remember the Mayflower. <laughs> I would have been petty. I took it all the way back. Like, so, like yeah, like 170 years ago. <laughs> and people only live to be like 30 now. <laughs> Member Barry, um, yeah, I'd be like, come on, don't just pay up, pay us money, <laughs> and that's why you would have been guillotine, like, dude. Lewis. I would definitely have been a red coat sympathizer in the beginning. Like, I think they have a point, guys. As they have been like, they're having a meeting. <laughs> I'm dry snitching. <laughs> oh, hopefully not. Hopefully not that bad. Hopefully, unless like Sam Adams, like shit in my coffee or something then i'd take it personal was sam adams brewing coffee back i don't know he was he was living he was doing shit i thought he was brewing beer he probably was he probably liked coffee though right or maybe he didn't like coffee that's why he shouldn't mind he was brewing overpriced overrated new england beer oh double rest in 1869 cornelius swarthout swarthout okay yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) In 1869, Cornelius Swartout of Troy, New York, patents the waffle iron. Dude, I just made waffles today. Bro, this is the, thank Cornelius. Yeah, dude. This motherfucker invented the waffle iron. Man, thanks, Cornelius. He invented waffles. Dude, those waffles were good, dude. It was 1869, so they probably weren't great waffles. I mean, but mine were because of Cornelius. Exactly. Cornelius walked exactly. so I could fly. Exactly. Dude, thank you for that. Thank you. In 1882, Australia defeats England in cricket for the first time. Blimey! The following day, an obituary appears in the Sporting Times addressed to the British team. Are you serious? Yeah. What they shade? Thought, dude, in 1882, like, they thought they were so... Austra- dude, this just sounds so Australian. Like, yeah, dude. So fucking, like... What a rub. Well, that's the thing. That's how it goes. Like, if you got, if you came, like, you were, like, an off-plant of Britain or whatever, the you know, the great nation, you just want to dunk on them whenever you get the chance. True. Yeah, dude. But I just love their, like, <laughs> rest in peace to Team Britain. They totally got murdered. It was a thing. massacre. Snarf, <laughs> snarf. Like, chill, bro. It's, 1880, it's 1880s cricket. <laughs> this is all we have. <laughs> this is all we have. My kid just died of polio. We're living in my a wife nightmare. is fourteen and an alcoholic. We don't even have Sydney yet, dude. We're fucking struggling. Uh, in eighteen eighty three, the Indonesian island of Krakatoa erupts in the largest explosion recorded in history, heard twenty two hundred miles away. That's 2,200. Damn, dude. For anybody who is not good at numbers. I'm not. That's that's for me. 
But yeah, dude, uh, explosion that's heard two thousand two hundred miles away. That's all the that's from Indonesian island to Madagascar, and the resulting destruction sent volcanic ash up to fifty miles into the atmosphere, and killed almost thirty six thousand people, both on the island itself and from the resulting one hundred and thirty one foot tidal waves that obliterated one hundred and sixty three villages on the shores of nearby Java and Sumatra. So you really ramped up the, like, yeah. the, there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, man. Shit. Is it Krakatoa? Was Krakatoa! Like, I just remember it's quite Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> His, like, head explodes. Good old, dude. Spongebob. Give, 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 them, their, give them their flowers. Give Spongebob their flowers. Hold team. Actually, we did last week. Remember Steven Hillenbrand was born last yeah, week? Yeah, dude. Call back. Go watch it if you did it. Bill Clinton and OnlyFans. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Actually, I did get the OnlyFans thing wrong, even though it doesn't matter. It was October 1st, not 31st. Whatever, fuck it. They copped out anyway of copping out, so fuck them. <laughs> so fuck them. In 1891, Thomas Edison files a patent for the motion picture camera, which means that somebody else invented it like 10 years before, and he was just like, it is, it's shit. annoying that that's Edison's energy, yeah. Like, I growing up, you just thought, like, oh, yeah, he, like, did he's all these things. He's a genius. Like, what a great inventor. No, he was a thief. No, he's just a rich guy that was like, hmm, poor genius. I won't buy your idea. And it's Edison's now. <laughs> hey, so I get paid for getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And now I will piss on your face <laughs> for, for the rest of history. Yeah, that's how it goes. In 1902, Fanny Farmer, among the first to emphasize the relationships of, oh, um, oh okay, yeah, I, I was misreading it. Okay. In 1902, Fanny Farmer, among the first to emphasize this relationship of diet and health, opens her school of cookery in Boston. All right, dude, cool things happen in Boston. I don't think school of cookery is, I mean, maybe that's correct English for 1902, but. I think you can still say cookery cookery yeah i've heard it before it, just, it sounds sounds like some a little dumb, spicy sounds like some dumb fanny farmer bostonian <laughs> shit I, I kind of always like that word cookery <laughs> like i like it. i'm a fan i like i like little spicy words like that cookery you've got a good cookery about you <laughs> i'm i definitely didn't use that correctly in a sense that's not kinky yeah that's what i said <laughs> in 19 19- Oh, or night. I'm sorry. In 1910, Mother Teresa is born, aka Agnes Gonexa Bojaksu. Yeah, 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 dude. Her name is literally her name is like middle name G O N X H A, and last name is B O J A X H I U. How the fuck you say that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Apparently, she's a con artist, anyways. Well, that's why. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm saying I don't give a fuck about her name, really, because. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't oh, a good person. I'm a missionary. Oh, I won a Nobel Prize. Oh, uh, bitch, you were just like the original, like, send money to my charity. Yeah, dude. So that I can pocket it all and act like I'm helping people, but really, I don't give them any of the money. Really, I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. So, Mother Teresa, you bitch. Yeah, we're not giving you flowers. In 1910, Thomas Edison demonstrates the first talking pictures using a phonograph in his New Jersey laboratory. Which again means that somebody else invented it ten years. Ago. <laughs> He's flexing with it. Yeah. Look how cool I am, guys! Look at the new thing I invented. <laughs> I'm gonna make so much money. 
1912, Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan opens, uh, or I'm sorry, appears for the first time in magazine. Oh. Yeah, that's such a good Tarzan. Thank you. When when is this going to be? Never mind. I was going to say, when is there going to be a black Tarzan? But then I realized that, like, society would immediately, like, like, <laughs> oh, oh you so a black guy has got to be raised by him. Make that before 1990. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You're you're not wrong for thinking it because yeah, Black Tarzan would fuck. Why not? Like, and also it makes sense. Like, how does this white guy get here to be the savior? Like, okay, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, some weird white savior shit. So like, yeah, but no, there's someone on Twitter be like, no way is this gonna go down on my watch. <laughs> Idris Elba as Tarzan? What? <laughs> and make it female? God, oh my god, the neckbeards would die. They couldn't Tar- Tar- Tarzania. Tarzania. Oh my god, let's not give. I, I would. I honestly, I would hate if like Hollywood came out there. Like, guys, yeah. stretching. That's terrible, dude. That'd That's be the worst. Uh, in 1914, the Emperor of Japan declares war on Germany. Which I just thought was funny because Japan, you did, that was basically just them being like, "Yeah, fuck you!" Like, like, like everybody else in the like in the world was like, "Fuck you, Japan!" Or I mean, "Fuck you, Germany." That was, that was later. The "fuck you, Japan." No, but that was how. Yeah, everybody was like, "Fuck yeah. you, Germany!" "Fuck you, Germany!" And then Japan just like, like from the back of the room was just was like, "Yeah, fuck you." And, but Ooh. but like, I'm not gonna. You got you guys. You know, enjoy your f- fight. I'll I'm, I'll go come over there and throw some punches later. Yeah. But like they never came over and threw any punch. Yeah, I mean they were really not. But trying they to declared get in there. war. Yeah, they were just a part of it. So they had to like get involved somehow. They're just like we're tough. We're Japan, bro. But I mean, hell, America did it too. They always like try to like drag their feet in these kind of wars. Except for what this one, the one we did for uh, fucking Afghanistan. I just thought it was funny that they like joined the war, but then just chilled. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're just like spiritually in this one because that's that's the best thing to do because then when you go to war talks like to like split up everything you can say hey we were supporting the winning team so where's our land <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah. in 1920 the 19th amendment to the constitution is officially ratified giving women the right to vote hell yeah dude which I think is like crazy that. Women have only been allowed to vote in America for a hundred years. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's dumb that we have voting issues in general. That's uh, one of the things I didn't cover on today's news, but it is out there. Um, there there were some dumb voting restrictions, but it's good that we at least have the chance to vote. Hopefully, it doesn't get gerrymandered into oblivion or whatever, and you know our vote matters like the way it should. But we'll see. Gerrymandered into oblivion. That should be a Pearl Jam song. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, dude. Uh, in 1930, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery is born. Seeking not story. Scottish actor, famous for playing the character James Bond. James in Bond. Ian Fleming movie series. So, yeah. I like my James <laughs> Bond's white. Scottish. I hate Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? 
No, that's just from like the uh, SNL. Okay. Like the <laughs> celebrity Jeopardy from SNL, like Sean Connery's always like, oh my god, the shit out of Alex Trebek. That's funny. Uh, in 1938, the first degree given to a ventriloquist dummy is awarded to Charles. I included this to just because this is like the dumbest, most obscure piece of fucking history. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, wait, think. wait. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, in 1938, the first degree given to a ventriloquist dummy. No, guys, again, that's this is a degree from a college. It's not given to a guy. It's given to the guy's dummy. dummy. <laughs> so. This is the first degree given to a ventriloquist dummy uh, is awarded to Charlie McCarthy, Edgar Bergen's wooden partner. The honorary degree uh, th- in the degree was entitled Master of Innuendo and Snappy Comebacks. Why, dude? You have a degree in innuendo and snappy comebacks? It's like I have a degree in poop jokes. Like, yeah. yeah it did. <laughs> What the fuck? I, I don't. This is the first time that I'm I'm stumped by a historical fact that you've laid out. Like I'm just like, yeah. but why? Why did that happen? It was 1938. They just started a war and they needed something to cheer about. <laughs> this is the publicity that we had back then. Uh, it was the the honorary degree was presented on radio by Ralph Dennis, the dean of the School of Speech at Northwestern University. Can you so, imagine that conversation? Like, hey, man, we're going to give your dummy a degree. Uh, 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 yeah, I guess he's not such a dummy anymore, then. <laughs> no, no, it's for sex jokes, so. Well, I do I do family comedy. <laughs> no, no, no. And do windows. No, you do sex jokes. <laughs> Double entendres, the works. Well, I'm not comfortable with it. Then you're not comfortable with a diploma or degree, whatever. Fuck, man. And they rough them up. <laughs> wow. In 1944, German SS engineers begin placing explosives uh, around the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Like, can, we, can you just chill? Can they, you guys just not? They were so They were so extra on everything. Like, Give us your art. Give us your shit. Give us your books. Blow down your monuments. Like, Okay, chill, guys. Jesus. Christ. Did you ever see Monument Men? Oh, um, okay. No, I didn't see it, but yes, I'm familiar. Yeah. Um, this is when I was like a little baby cinephile or whatever. Um, I went to go watch it, and um, it was neat because it was like a little story about how like us Americans were going to like save some art. You know, that's how real that shit was. It's probably a fucking lie. I don't know. <laughs> probably fucking lie. <laughs> I'm drinking, guys. Sorry. But um, let's get more cynical. <laughs> just get real. We mean. all know the government just shoves lies down our It's all a bunch of propaganda, staring at goats. Um, but um, it was neat because it's like hearing about all the shit that like the Nazis are trying to do with art. They were either trying to hoard it or burn it. It's like chill, dude. Like, could you just let it be? <laughs> Guys, just let it be. Let it be, dude. John Lennon. Let it dude. be. Let it let be. be. Let it be. Whisper Let it be, words yeah. of wisdom. Let it be. Let it be, guys. So, on that note. Yeah. In 1946, Keith Moon is born. Woo! Drummer from The Who. Dude, woo! Badass, cool, super chaotic drummer. Uh, known for dressing up in like weird outfits and messing up hotel rooms. Speaking of drummers, R.P. the Rolling Stones drummer. 
Also, R.I.P. Rolling Stones Sherman. I don't Who's know his name, name. I don't know. I'm sorry. We're terrible. I, there's too much news. But also, again, Keith Moon. <laughs> he's born. Right? He's born. He's born. Life and death this week. But yeah, he's also dead. He's so. <laughs> also dead as well. But yes. Life is funny. <laughs> Isn't it strange? In 1949, oh, no. the USSR explodes its first atomic bomb, first lightning. Which I think is funny that like our each of our atomic bombs, like our first bombs, were uh, one that we named them, yeah, and two that they were named so appropriately, like Russian and yeah, and uh, American. Like, the, of course, the American one was named Fat Boy and Fat Man, a little and uh, oh, it's Fat Man. So is it Fat Man, a little boy, right, or something? Like that. But still, I like that it's it. This fucking name, Fat Man, and then Russia's like, it's what was it? White, White Lightning, First Lightning, First Lightning. We will call it first lightning. First lightning, comrade. And possibly last <laughs> lightning. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Cold Wars are fun. Sorry, guys, we're smoking. We're getting high. The Russians were a fun enemy. Honestly, I do respect the Russians. And also because, I mean, I do. It, it's just kind of fun to have, like, like it's like red team versus blue team. You're like, just like. Fuck, fuck this other fucking fuck these guys. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying that it's good to hate other countries, guys. And I, and I know mm-hmm. nationalism it can be hurtful. I'm just saying that it can also be fun. Yeah, no, for sure. And also, um, I mean, the com- communism it, it's been sometimes. It makes some good points, but you know, we're just saying communism makes some good points. It's it's complicated. That's what I'm saying. Oh. In 1950, International Olympic Committee votes to allow West Germany and Japan to compete in the 1952 games. <laughs> well, you can come back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Papa, forgive. They like all like whisper like in the corner, like 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 like, like or like no, they're all at a lunch table, and like Japan and like West Germany come up with like their lunch trays, and like, can we sit here, please? And then, like, in Japan's, like, too afraid to talk. And then, like, they're, they're like, I don't know. Let's talk about it. All right, guys. We guess. You can come. You can come hang out. You can get a medal, maybe. In 1952, Pee Wee Herman, a.k.a. Paul Rubens, is born. <laughs> That's my really? that Pee Wee Herman. You think that you're worthy of imitating Pee Wee Herman? Look, he had his dick out in a popcorn thing. So, yeah, I think I'm worthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you haven't had your dick out in a popcorn. I actually thing. haven't. And I had prime opportunity at the movies, but I didn't do it. I'm better than that. Like, we all haven't been jerked off in a movie theater a little bit. Okay, now you got me there. <laughs> but, Allegedly. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Not so. No. Is you claiming that? <laughs> I was there. Jeez, you were. I was his date. You remembered. You knew. <laughs> I was like Joanna man on that shit. Like oh, I, was, no. I was in disguise. <laughs> I, made, I made a female Tinder 
and like dressed up and drag and everything. I use like the, I even used the, uh, what was it like that female filter that they had going? Oh man, you went deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can I say? I look good in person in some heels, a little, little lipstick. Yeah. It's amazing what a razor can do. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but, um, in 1958, Tim Burton is born. Hell yeah. Director, producer, screenwriter for Edward Scissorhands, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and many other fun films. Great films. Uh, what's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Uh, honestly, probably Edward Scissorhands. Okay, that's a good one. That's iconic. Hell yeah. Uh, mine is Sweeney Todd. Yeah, dude. That's actually that's a really good one, too. I just love, I love that meat pie shit, dude. That was, like, cute as hell. The the cannibal murder meat pie. Yes, yes, yes. I was cute as hell. They were singing the whole time. It was adorable. So if Jeffrey Dahmer would have like sang like Disney style songs about his atro- atrocious crimes, he would have been cute. Um. Yeah. Uh, I have been like. I'm going to murder you and rave you. And- for my bone throne. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then and then, and then there were little like mice come out of his walls and they go <laughs> Boil his meat in his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're writing it now. <laughs> Are you shitting on my masterpiece? So you're saying that he'd be cute then? Yeah, I'm saying a midnight meat cute is adorable. Alright. <laughs> Nineteen fifty eight. Also, Michael Jackson is born. Talk about my birth and how my daddy abused me. Ooh. And then I, how I was a decent looking guy, but I had to ruin my skin with bleach. Yeah. And then I touched a bunch of kids in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he touched those kids probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. Well, I mean, maybe probably. Hopefully not. Escaping Loveland Ranch or whatever. I don't know. That was awkward. Escape from Neverland. <laughs> Finding I Neverland. Think, yeah, that was that was what it was called. There was like I, I just envisioned like small children like running through like, a, fucking, a fucking like carnival hellscape like, away from a nightmarish Michael Jackson. It's like Battle Royale, but like it's like a Michael Jackson looking bubbles just like looming over children. <laughs> Mike's running, he's riding on the shoulders of Bubbles with like a, a fucking <laughs> crossbow. Hotel California plays. Oh man. On a dusty highway. Oh shit, dude. We gotta make a lot of movies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the world's ready for that movie. I think they are. Escape from Neverland. <laughs> I think it's exactly what the right wants and the, the left secretly needs. <laughs> In 1963, one of the largest demonstrations in history of the United States uh, occurs. It's the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. Okay. Uh, it takes place and reaches its climax at the base of the Lincoln Memorial when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivers his I Have a Dream speech. Oh, shit, dog. I'm so glad you said this. Okay, so segue into now. Um, there was Fortnite, and they they did a reenactment of the King's speech on Fortnite. 
How? <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, you you took your little Fortnite guy, yeah, and it was an event, and you got to walk around and like see these iconic moments of that day and like of Martin Luther King's life or whatever, and then it okay, ended cool. in his, in his speech, and you could watch the speech. And they they had I, mean, I guess that's cool. They right? had to dis they had to uh, disable all the like defa- like the der- potentially derogatory emotes so that people weren't like teabagging like during the speech. <laughs> so yeah. I'm really glad you put that in there. That's good. That's a good look. I have a dream that one day teabag each other while I try to do my speech. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh so yeah, that happened. That's history, baby. <laughs> baby from your hot story in here. Yeah, dude. Who, who who are you? Who are you from? Jamaica Queens, baby? Ooh, ooh, who was he? Hey, from uh yeah, your hot story in here. Damn, yeah, dude. Not, I'm, yeah, like I'm like Jamaican and like Italian. You hit like Chet Hanks with levels, and I mean that as a compliment. Like, I mean like you appropriated in a way that, like, oh, if you're on the phone with me right now, like who is this man? Hey, what's up, baby? You want, you want... <laughs> yeah, like, where is he from? You want to buy some stuff from me, baby? <laughs> I do. I do. I, I, I do. I'm just, I, I, I think it's something really fucked up this time. <laughs> Digging for fire. In 1965, Roger Avery is born. Screenwriter, director, uh, he... Shares an Academy Award with co-writer Quentin Tarantino for Best Original Screenplay, Pulp Fiction. Ooh, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, cover that's my Pulp top Fiction. Two. So that's like, yeah, yeah. give him his flowers. I'll include him. Oh uh-huh, yeah, dope. which also makes me uh, reminds me that I only include the celebrities that I give a shit about. Yeah, like I there's plenty of celebrities that were born this week and every week, but I only include the ones. That we that we care about, yeah. Because I only include news that I like, and I think that you might like. Like that's how this works. Exactly. This is very self-serving, and then we want We're you just to... catering to each other. Yeah, and we want you to pay for it. <laughs> by the way, Patreon.com. Exactly. Go there. Give us money, please, for talking to each other and getting high every week. Yeah, and we'll give you a shout out. We might even give you a T-shirt one of these days. Someday. <laughs> Someday. In 1965, also, uh, Reginald Reggie Miller is born. Professional basketball player. Yeah. He set the record for most career three-pointers. Hell yeah, dude. Until uh, Ray Allen and I think Steph Curry might even have broken it now. Steph Curry with the shot. But uh, I always like Reggie Miller because he, he always, like, he's, like, always playing the villain. He's always, like, liked. Like, they said he shit-talked his way to a lot. Uh, a, like, like he he's a the guy playoff. that just was like like shoot like the game winning three like on at an away game and then like bum out all the fans yeah and then be like yeah suck it mm-hmm. you guys suck I just be which is like also like lame but at the same time I'm kind of like like all right like, it's demoralizing but it's in a way that you respect like, it, like it's like this is the dude who comes into your house and dominates you and he's no. And I mean, uh, Jordan was did that shit too, but it's downplayed a little bit because he was like a poster boy for shit. But like, yeah. it's the same kind of energy of like, I'm talking shit to your face, to your people. <laughs> to your people. Exactly. In, in 1965, 
Also, also, Shania Twain, Woo! a.k.a. Eileen Regina Edwards is born. Oh, we have the same last name. Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. You know, you and Shania were I didn't. Related. I didn't, dude. I'm going to, like, hit her up one day, like, so, hey, we're family. That don't impress me much. <laughs> I'm going to hang up and cry. <laughs> she had <laughs> you hang up on her? No, she Oh, yeah, I'm going to hang up and shame. Just because Shania, Shania Twain enters the phone, one. You get Shania Twain on the phone. Yeah. And then she drops a gem of a pun of one of her own songs on you. Yeah. And you're going to hang up on her. Because I can't survive it. I can't. I'm dead. I got to hang up. What else do I say? How do you, do, what do you say to it? Well, don't get me wrong. Now I think you're all right. But that won't that won't keep me warm in the middle of She's the She's gonna long, hang up on me then if I say that. Cold. <laughs> Lonely night. I'm talking to a dog. <laughs> I mean that's gonna work on a press me. That's gonna work on a mortal like myself, Brad. But uh 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 <laughs> She has full control in that conversation. So yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think you're all right. But in 1966, Lunar Orbiter 1 took the first photograph of her from the moon. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That's a good segue to the power of music. I, I, I really stretch that. Hey, the audience will appreciate it. But like I said, 1966, Lunar Orbiter 1 takes the first photograph of Earth from the moon. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, back when we were really in space and not suing each other. Yeah, right. Back when we were... Balls deep in space. Balls deep in the Milky Way. Just deep dick in space. Uh, Did we just saw the moon? In 1966, the Beatles give their last public concert. At Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Do you remember the one that they did on a on a roof? Yeah, that was their last, technically their last, like that was their last performance as a band or okay. the last like maybe like you could even say like, their last public performance this is just saying like that was their last public concert okay like, cool like, cool cool like kind of different you know oh I mean? yeah i, I that just, was just them like popping up on a roof and being start playing and people are like oh is that the beatles playing up there that's wild mate but uh, yeah so hell yeah dude do yeah. you fuck with the beatles yeah of course Anybody I, that doesn't like the Beatles, like you don't have to love the Beatles, but if just you, respect what they did. Yeah, exactly. If you if you can't like if you don't can't like like at least a song or appreciate them in some aspect, you're just being a contrarian. Yeah, you're fronting for the camera. Yeah, it's like it's like Michael Jackson. It's like even Elvis. Like there's like uh like I, I don't like a lot of Elvis, but like what was it like uh wise men say. Yeah. Only fool away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's like, see, that's Elvis. That's a good song. I can't help falling in love with you, I say. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's just the title of the song. <laughs> Don't read into it too much. Yeah. Pretty, somebody's full of themselves. Gee, it's crazy. There's tons of Isaiahs out there. I was actually talking to the other Isaiah. <laughs> By the way, I have a second, I have a guest. Isaiah. There's a ghost Isaiah here. In 1973, a bank robbery gone wrong in Stockholm, Sweden, turns into a hostage crisis. 
and over the next five days, the hostages begin to sympathize with their captors, leading to the term Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, shit. He said the thing. Oh, he said it. Yeah, dude. Stockholm Syndrome is real, dog. You know what, guys? Like, is it just me or are these bank robbers kind of hot? They're like, all right. They're like pretty cool. I think like tall one. I like to call him Tall Tony because he won't tell, like, they won't tell us their name. <laughs> they won't reveal their identities, but, um... But I think the tall one, like, he sounds really, like, just, like, handsome, and, like, he sounds like he's got, like, a really, like, sophisticated, like, deep side to him. He's very suave. Uh, I just, like, I think that we could, like, really be something when we get out of here. You know, we'll have money. <laughs> He obviously has money now. We have to. I always thought Stockholm syndrome was like really weird. It's interesting. It's it's one of those things where you're so in a like you're in a traumatic situation, and maybe these people are talking about something that makes a little bit of sense. If they have like a crazy manifesto, and maybe you're vibing to it or whatever. Like, I mean, you're essentially putting a label on something that can happen in any given moment. You know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, say, let's say you, Brad, let's say you, you went full, like, point break right now, and you started robbing banks with your long hair, like, you come in with your little ski mask on or whatever, and, you you know, there's a gaggle of people, you could convince them, you know, you lay down your little charm with your little, you know, little extra, we'll say accentuated accent that you Listen, just made. I don't just want to rob you. Wanna fuck you too? Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like, that's like a dream to some people, dude. They're like, oh, maybe, woo, <laughs> So you know, you're like walking, talking Stockholm syndrome potentially. So think about it. I don't know how I feel about that. In, in 1975, Veronica and Colin Scargill of England complete tandem bicycle ride around the world oh that's cute uh record yeah I, I, that's my first thought but then I also my second thought was uh they're they're that couple yeah they're like they're so annoying like they wear matching outfits every day they like go everywhere like like it's, it's like cute they like, split a like, meal at a diner yeah it's also like check their body check their basement for like a body or something like there's something wrong with them like they never fight yeah, exactly. Like, they're, like, too happy. <laughs> they're loving it too much. In 1981, Mark David Chapman is sentenced to 20 years to life for murdering former Beatles band member John Lennon. Damn. Ripperoni, dude. That's an awkward murder. Ripperoni. Can you sign my book? I promise I won't murder Bing, you later. Like, what the fuck, man? He had to do it. I don't. I don't remember. He had a weird... And he started to run away, but then he was like, "Oh wait, I just started this chapter. I gotta sit down and finish it." So weird, man. In uh, nineteen eighty-one, also John Hinckley Jr. pleads innocent to attempting to assassinate President Ronald Reagan, which made me laugh because, like, dude, we saw you do it. It's on camera. It's literally on camera. We got you on camera. Everybody's everyone saw you. You everyone's just mad that you didn't fucking like finish the job. That's what everyone's upset about. Honestly. Honestly. In uh, 1982, the first gay games are held in San Francisco. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, yeah. did you say gay? And then you said San Francisco. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said gay. Also, what the hell? I don't, I know, I don't even want to know what the competitions were in the first gay games. 
Yeah, maybe we'll look it up one day. And, and, Is that how eight started? <laughs> bruh, bruh. I went there. Bruh. Uh, he said it. He did it. He did it. I mean, Isaiah, I you heard it. You heard it here first, guys. Isaiah said that. <laughs> and in, in Brad's voice, he said it with that weird accent. His in nineteen. Do have a weird accent? No, me doing you would be a weird accent, right? I don't. I guess I feel like, like Brad's it. <laughs> I wouldn't do like a. I'm Isaiah. <laughs> you do rap as me though. That's true. <laughs> Uh, you do. Isaiah is my rap alter ego. For anyone who doesn't know, it's a good cover. Use your friend as a rap alias. <laughs> Use your black friend. <laughs> You're appropriating me, Brad. <laughs> I'm using you for your looks. You're using me for my race. <laughs> uh, friendship 2021. Dude, yeah, that's what it's all about. That's a clout. That, we're two clout goblins. We've revealed ourselves to you. Clout goblins. In 19, speaking of cloud goblins, 1984, <laughs> President Ronald Reagan announces NASA teacher in space project. Uh, it was intended to inspire students and honor teachers and spur interest in the fields of science, mathematics, and space exploration. And it ended in disaster like everything <laughs> Ronald Reagan, Reagan touches. Yeah. Ugh. She blew up in space. Damn they dude. sent that teacher up and it, they aired it to a bunch of children. Like literally children were like watching it in school because they were like, Look, teacher in space program. Learn, there's a teacher in that rocket, children, and they're about to blast her off into outer space. <laughs> and then, like, literally, just like all these children, like, watching all wide eyed and hopeful. And then, and then, the fucking rocket just blows up on camera, on live TV in front of everyone. And then, like, the teacher just has to be awkwardly be like, oh, well, guess she's an angel now. <laughs> You know, some teacher said that. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know she's an angel now. Like, uh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? What do you even say? Like, that's trauma. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. That's like that's like if nine eleven happened. I was like, gonna say like that's their nine eleven. Pretty sure like that's why they they like when nine eleven didn't happen. That's why they, like they sent us home. Like you, you remember like them. Sending- they sent us home, but didn't you watch it? Yeah, after I got sent home. No, I watched it in school. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I was gonna say. I we watched why, it in my homeroom. I was gonna say that's why I feel like they, I got like sent home like pretty early. But we did get sent home halfway. Yeah. Yeah, because like I feel like they're trying. That's what their intention was. Is like they didn't want teachers. They didn't want you to see it on the news at school. They wanted you to go home, see at your house. They wanted your parents to deal with it. Cry at home so the janitor doesn't have to mop up all those tears. <laughs> Dude, 9-11 was awkward, man. It was very awkward. I remember being scared as fuck. Like, they're going to go to Ohio. <laughs> they're not yeah, going right. to come to Ohio, dog. I was like, I was like, send me over there. I'll get it myself. Like dude, eight years old. I was saying this on one of the bonus episodes. Dude, I felt guilty. I felt bad, dude. My Christian guilt was on high. Like, I know this is, like, completely unrelated from, you know, the whole thing there. But, like, I felt bad. I felt like we did this. Like, we made them mad at us. <laughs> it's our fault. And then I was like, nah, you should just be mad. Kind of like white more. guilt. <laughs> no, it was Christian <laughs> guilt, dude. It was Jesus guilt. I know. I was like, it's rebranded white guilt, but it's like the Christian Jesus I mean, I guess guilt. it is like white Jesus guilt. So, anyway, anyway imperialism sucks. That uh, was the sh- best analogy I had. We shouldn't. Ronald Reagan sucks. Um, whatever. 
<laughs> Crank the time machine. Fuck baby. you, Ronald Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan. Eat my dick. And eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. In 1989, Chuck Berry performs his tune, Johnny Be Good, for NASA staff in celebration of Voyager 2's encounter with the planet Neptune. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just glad that they were able to pull him from some random women's public restroom in time for that performance. Bruh. Bruh. It's... You went there. I, I did. He, they, he, don't, he got in trouble for that shit. Don't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. In 1989, uh, baseball commissioner A. Bartlett Giannotti, a.k.a. A. Bitch G. A. Fucking Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be a real nickname. Bands Pete Burrows from baseball for gambling. Wait. Which. I was like, you're really staying your side on this. Yeah. Well, because one, Cincinnati guy. Yeah. Two. Charlie Hustle. More hits than anybody, which is amazing because, like, you, it's, that, nobody's going to break that record. Yeah. You had to have to hit 200 hits a season for 20 seasons plus another 200 hit season plus another 50 or 60 hits after that. Right. Like, 21 200-hit seasons plus another, like, 60 hits. That's that's what you have to do to beat P. Rose's fucking record. That's wild, dude. Yeah, like, it's it's it's, it's stupid. He, he he was the best hitter of all time. He's one of the best baseball players ever. He – and he only got, like – yeah, he gambled on sports. He betted on baseball, but he only betted on his team to win. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, betting on his team to lose and then throwing games. He just knew, like, oh, who are we playing? A Padres? They suck dick. Ten grand, we're gonna beat them, and then and then they beat them, and he won money. I do think, and I think it is kind of a new point. I've heard people say the counter argument. I don't think that's well. that. I don't think that. I don't think that's that bad. Yeah, I I've heard people say the argument. Well, it's the fact that he better on his own team. Period. That that's the problem. But like, I and, and they say, well, if he had came out with it and been honest, maybe he would have been able to like get on the ballot. I think people are out to get him from the jump when it came to that shit. Because like, he's from Cincinnati, and we can't have anything good. <laughs> this is so local. Um, I, I just think it was one of those things where, like, yeah, people made the stance of, like, you gambled, you're bad, you can't have it. So, In 1989, Colombian drug lords declare total and absolute war on Colombia's government, blowing up the offices of two political parties and burning two politicians' homes. Shit is so goddamn wild, dude. I, I don't know if you watch the Netflix Narcos, but yeah. they do, like, do that that scene there. And, I mean, it's just cr- crazy how much influence and power they had in that moment. And, I mean, they still do now, but... Pablo Escobar, more like Pablo went too far. Wow, he went there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. In 1990, East and West Germany announced that they will unite on October 3rd. Break down this wall! I thought they said a date. They're like, let's make it like a whole day. Let's make a day of it. You, me, get together. In 1993, the Rainbow Bridge, a 1,870-foot suspension bridge over Tokyo Bay is completed. Oh, yeah. It's also my favorite Mario Kart level. <laughs> true. It's it's good. It's a good one. If you can jump the the ledge at the beginning and, yeah. and then land like halfway across the map and then piss everybody else off because you cheated technically. No, dude, it's not cheat. It's an exploit. It's good. I feel like that's what I feel like that's what all the bankers say with like when they get caught with their white collar crimes. Yeah, it's not cheat. It's an exploit. But that's how America was built. But that's how America was built on lies. 
1998, the ni- <laughs> <laughs> 1998, that 70s show uh, premiered on Fox. I'm glad you got that. Yeah, I, I had it, dude. It's one of the best sitcoms ever. I love that 70s show. It's great. It's, it's just so good. The writing's good. It's funny. Casting's good, and I really appreciate that, like how authentic they keep it. Like it looks like the 70s. I wasn't alive in the 70s, but like even my parents, like they were. They say like it's very authentic. Yeah. I've even looked up, like, just to check, like, sometimes they'll be eating, like, some Frito-Lays or, like, some drinking, like, a Budweiser or a Coke or something. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll actually have, like, some name brand shit. And then uh, I'll, like, Google, like, what the packaging looked like in, like, 1978 or whatever fucking year. And it actually is, like... They nail it? Yeah, they, like, do the correct packaging for the years and shit. So it's, like, really, uh, really good continuity. I love that it's a show that purposely dates itself but still connects to people um, across a board. Like, and it does it in a way that I mean, like I didn't smoke weed when I watched that 70 show at the time. Like I just watched that show sober and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious because like, unlike Seinfeld where I didn't get some of the jokes, like I dropped my diaphragm. Like I understood as a kid, all the shit they're talking about in that 70 show. Cause you just went through it as a high schooler. So like, even though it's not the seventies for me, this is amazing. Like, these jokes are funny as fuck. And then the jokes that you didn't get, you could look up and understand. Like, it was hard. One of the best sitcoms. Honestly, like, top three, if not my favorite sitcom of all time. Yeah. It's out there, dude. Red Foreman jokes. Hilarious. Dude, I'll put my foot in your ass anytime I say it. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> in 2005, Hurricane Katrina reaches Category 5 strength. And uh, Louisiana. Bro, we are sinking right now, dude. These are unplanned events. I picked the thing, he picked the thing, and we did it, dude. That's now and then, baby. Sorry, I, I'm stuck off the vibe. This is a hurricane. This is a bad moment in history. But did you talk about Katrina or? But I talked about Ida, which was uh, a callback because uh, she was so bad in 2005. Yeah. Dude, these are big brain plays. You know how we do. Yeah, dude. Uh, Simply the best. <laughs> in 2006, Pluto is downgraded to a dwarf planet when the International Astronomical Union uh, redefines planet. So sick of this shit. Yeah, right? Pluto's a fucking planet, you little bitches. Just let it be. Just let it be. <laughs> in 2007, the skeletal remains of Russia's last royal family members, Alexei Nikolovich and Tersevich Ter- of yep. Russia... And his sister, Grand Duchess Anastasia, are discovered near Yekaterinburg, Russia. Yep. Um, they died very badly, dude. Yeah, I, th- well, I also think it's just like, I'm glad they found him and people can quit being like, where's Anastasia? Oh, it's so mysterious. She got murdered, guys. They shot them to death, but initially the bullets didn't pierce. It's not like the cute cartoon. She doesn't mean a talking bat nope. and ride away on the train and escape. <laughs> but, like, um... They had to then slit and stab them to death because they were like, oh, shit, the bullets didn't kill them. Also, quick fun fact. I had uh, my childhood dog named Anastasia. Oh, cute. Yeah. Named after the Duchess Anastasia. Of course. For some reason. Because that's what you name your childhood dog after. Why not? We called her Anya. Anya. In 2008, Democrats nominate Barack Obama for president. First African-American nominated by a major political party. For the office of president of the United States. I don't care what nobody say. I love Obama. Obama's great, dude. Yeah, dude. People were going to talk shit. And they do it more and more now. I feel like the older we get, we talk about drone strikes and all that shit. And I understand. I mean, all presidents do bad shit. But um, 
I love Obama. We love us some Obama. I'm dick riding, dick riding for Obama. Dude. Was it Boondocks? Yeah. 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 Give, give Boondocks their flowers. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And uh, 2012, first interplanetary human voice recording is broadcast from the Mars rover Curiosity. We said, what's up? So that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. And that's the last thing on our timeline for this week. So we're going to end it there. Yeah, dude. Um, I already said Patreon, so I won't bother you with that. Please tip us. Why not? Yeah. Um, we're on social, so get at us. Say hi. We love you. Um, we're posting all our stuff, so keep up. Um, but, you know, be well. Um, yeah, guess, uh, email us at... Now, oh, yeah. now and then podcast gang at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Uh, follow us on Facebook, like our stuff, follow us on Spotify, and we love you. Mm.